0: Okay. Okay. By the way, we hear you. We hear you. Tony Smith. Uh, I hear you. Uh, and trust me, we agree. We, we need a new open to the show. Um, yeah, I mean, literally everyone has been saying it except for the people who can actually do it because none of us know how to actually do it. We're
1: going to have to figure out how to do that because look, we don't get posted on social media. We don't we we don't get any of the stuff so. the other shows get, so we're going to have to figure out how to do it ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. And and I'm well, not. What sure was, uh, what is
1: us? By the way, what's that all about?
0: I know, right? <laughs> I know. Uh, welcome to Borderline with Bernie. I'm Jeff. Thank you so much for tu- tuning in again this week. And you know, I was thinking about this. Um, actually, we had a really awesome discussion going. Like from now on, as soon as you log in, we should just hit record. Because because some of our best Probably. stuff, yeah. some of our best stuff is when we first log on yeah. and and say hi to each other and just jump well, in. Like, like, see, I, like you were,
1: like you were just saying like normally, well, for the past five months, we would record and then we would see each other in a couple of days. Yeah. Well, now we haven't seen each other. Like we will record, and so it's like it's our time to catch up. But yeah, we're just talking about all kinds of nonsense <laughs> while we catch up. Yeah.
0: It is so weird though. It's it's like that's how much we are together. And have been together over the last five months, that we go a week, God forbid, without seeing each other. And I feel like I haven't seen you in a month. Man, it's been great. How you been? Everything okay? Everything's good. I'm already I feel like I've got a different I've got a new life. Like I'm back into real estate. I'm back into into college football. I got a game this Saturday. It's like it's like it's like a totally different life all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. I but by the way, one of the great things about moving to the beach, and I may have said this last week. Did I say this last week about how great the weather channel is? Once you live in like hurricane water.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: it's like, oh, my God, I love it so much. Like, (laughs) let's talk about Louie. Let's talk about Lee for a week and a half before it gets here. I'm all about it.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Um. All right. We've got so much to talk about. I mean, obviously, our our spirits and our moods are so happy right now. Like, how great is it to have football back on TV? Like if there's any way we could get like football and cornhole to like to like be together, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what would happen to me. I'd that'd be so. I'd be so. Giddy. Yes. By the way, congratulations! Huge win.
1: Hey man, they tried to give it away. They tried to North Carolina that thing in the fourth corner, fourth quarter, yeah. but South Carolina's just not very good.
0: No, they, they didn't. They didn't look they didn't <laughs> either. Look so either good. that was
1: their worth, that was their bottom, or they're just not very good. So.
0: By the way, did you do your on, off, and in? I didn't. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. I, mean, I literally remembered like 15 minutes before. We, because the reason I ask is because part of my on, off, and in uh, kind of has to do with with uh, with you guys in North Carolina. So I mean, I
1: could do it. I could do one right off the top of my head, kind of. But I mean, it wouldn't have anything to do with cornhole
0: because we're okay. kind of. We'll, we'll get to it later. We, we can still do, yeah, I, can still do it. Yeah, I've got to do. I've got to do my power rankings too because uh, we're do doing you do power, power rankings? rankings? No, Did you do your power the rankings season, The season's done. No, but you got to do. You got to do your final power rankings last week, and because yeah. you oh, are so right. long, got, yeah, I couldn't get mine.
1: <laughs> that's right. You got to do yours later. That's right.
0: So if you <laughs> saved yours, we can quickly go through yours. I'm sure I've got I'll, them.
1: So, I'm sure I've got them somewhere. And I'll get mine. <laughs> They're just so. not right next to me.
0: All right. So much to so much to get to. Um, let's let's just start with college football a little bit because um, considering oh, some the way, of the feedback we got at. By, uh, by the way.
1: Sheriff yeah. deputy just walked by. Hope they're not here for me.
0: <laughs> by, by, I know you're looking at the pool. Did they walk into the pool? Or no, they're they walking walk like the they
1: walked right by the window. They're getting escorted to someone's apartment.
0: Oh boy, mm, drama,
1: drama! Someone is getting something. But yeah, go uh, ahead. Sorry.
0: All right, so let's start. Let's start with a little bit of football because um, it kind of relate kind of relates to. I don't want to turn everybody off because I'm sure no. there's some people who watch it who are like. Why are they talking about football? This is on the ACL. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think it I think it relates. Plus, we got a lot of feedback down in Spencer McKenzie's, Eddie Grindersley being one that they like when we kind of talk about other sports sure. and then and then bring that back to sure. Cornwall. So yeah. I'm just gonna bring this up and say this. Um, and, and I realize that a lot of you are not gonna care about this, but I do have a point. So and I think I texted you this. So Iowa football, right? <laughs> yeah. Again, it kind of goes to my point about offense, right? I mean, offense is is what is so important out there in, in every sport. Whether Sell yeah, tickets. whether whether it's Major League Baseball or whether it's uh, the NFL that we're about ready to all enjoy this upcoming weekend or whether it's college football. Um it's exciting, right? I mean, like that Clemson game the other night, oh my god, it was 7 to 6 forever. It was like a snooze fest, right? I mean, it was I mean, Was and, it? Did you watch it? All I the did?
1: turnovers inside the 10-yard line? I mean, that wasn't a snooze fest. They were moving up and down the field. Both teams just were freaking out. That was a weird game.
0: I thought I second quarter was pretty awful.
1: Yeah, that wasn't two teams stuck between the 30s, not going anywhere. That was two teams going up and down the field and then a, and a fumble inside the 10 or a, a killer penalty inside the rest. I mean, it yeah. was weird. It was a super weird game.
0: I, th- I thought I thought it was like the analogy that we've that we've given before. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't a great book. It was a good book, but it had a great ending.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a good way to put it. Sure. Yeah.
0: So, but anyway, but, but scoring you know scoring the back and forth game like the Colorado game. I mean, come on, I mean that was incredible, right? And, and the ra- the ratings the ratings were huge for a lot of these high offensive uh, games. So so Iowa right? So Iowa was ranked in the top twenty five coming into uh week 1 right and yep. iowa iowa plays utah state i get it you know utah state's not a power 5 team but still a win is a win and iowa wins it however the way that they win it is is brutal i mean it's just run left run right run up the middle on third and 11 like i'm sitting there and i'm predicting the plays right it's third and 11 and I'm like, watch this, Kathy. I'm like, it's gonna be, it's <laughs> gonna be a five yard out. Now I was wrong. It wasn't a five yard out. It was a four yard out. But still, you get my point.
1: <laughs> I get. Um.
0: And and the penalty. I mean, it was just an ugly game, and it's just mm-hmm. not fun to watch. It's so Iowa despite, football, despite the fact that Iowa wins by double digits in week one, beats a team that they should. They're in the in the top twenty five. Yep. What happens? They get do- They get dumped from the top twenty five this week. Absolutely dumped from the top twenty five. And and again, it it has to. My, my brother and I were texting about it. Everyone sees it. No one likes to watch it, and the ratings are terrible. I mean, people still go to Iowa games, and the stadium is still packed because there's sure. nothing else to do in Iowa. Trust me, I grew up there. There's <laughs> nothing else to do. That that's why it's packed. And it was a beautiful Saturday. But again, offense sells. And 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 I, I would just quickly say this too: the uh, the new SID for football at Coastal Carolina he and I have obviously been talking this week with our, with our first game, first home game on Saturday. And he said, by the way, dude, he's like, I was, I was rewatching one of your events. And uh, he said, man, it was so exciting to watch. And uh, he, he said, I love the young players. I love how good they are. He, he's like, he's like, boy, these, these guys can really throw it in the hole. And mm-hmm. that's what he likes to see. He's like, you know, when he's, he's like, they can hit like what? 30 bags in a row. I'm like, Don't say anything. Don't say anything. And I'm like, you know, yes, yes, they can. And and again, it goes back to what I've been saying. You know, the the offensive part of the game. Please, out there, players, don't forget about that. That people watching at home love that. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, now, Daryl and I did talk about Daryl CSID, his name. Um, We did talk about the fact that that you know you could lay a block. And then and then he'd go and the, and then he'd say yeah he'd put that block and then he'd go after and get it and bring that one in too so that is an exciting shot but let's not forget about that let's let's not make the 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 board so dirty that you have to come up with this just extremely crazy shot to try and score like sure. you can do a little bit of defense but still score still hit the bags in this is what people love watching they they're they're mesmerized by it sure. and I know to some it seems boring but but the stats now show, that 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 offense wins, and and man, sorry, I, I I'm just rambling. I mean, I've got, I've got some real, I've got some real thoughts yeah, about hold DPr. On, hold on, I, I've been wanting to talk DPR to you about
1: that. It, talk to you about this, and it does off. You have to be able to fill it up at times. Yeah, football analogy. I'll use North Carolina as a perfect case subject. One of the best offenses in the country, not debatable, right? Maybe not this year because they've changed offensive coordinators, but in the past two years, one of the best offensive. Offenses in the country, not really debatable, horrific defensive football team Yeah, can't win games, especially can't win games against really, really good teams. You have to have to have to be able to play defense at some point. And in our game, Cornhole, you have hmm. to be able to do the same thing, because if you look at what's happened, the trend over the last couple of years, you don't see those guys that don't play that game in the top 10. You don't. You see different types of players. You see players that can do a multitude of things. You don't see certain types of players there anymore that just fill it up, fill it up, fill it up. They're not there. they are guys that can do that, but they are guys that also can play different levels. And so I, I agree with what you're saying. Offense sells tickets. It does. It's sexy. It sells tickets. But you can't win unless you can, unless you have a varied thing to your – even the Kansas City Chiefs, at their best, play good defense.
0: Good. Not great. I think I think a better example, like I think a better example, like we've said before, Tom Brady, the the New England Patriots, the New England Patriots and and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had good defenses while Tom Brady Mm -hmm. was there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I get it. I I mean, you got to be able to play. You
1: can't just get locked in that you have to have off. Look, would Iowa be a top 10 football team if they could score 30 points a game? Absolutely. They'd probably be a playoff team. Right. So they've got to bring some. Look, Wisconsin went and got North Carolina's uh, offensive coordinator because they were tired of the Big Ten off tackle. You know, thirty-eight die, thirty-eight die yeah. 30, You know, like they were tired of it, and so something had to change because in that conference you don't have a lot of spread. Much, you have some. I mean, it's 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 kind of filtering in, but you have yeah. to be you have to be varied. You can't do the same thing over and over and over again. I think you see it in every sport. You have to be able to do different things to be successful.
0: What I want to see is that that's why I said, I mean, I I love, and again, Daryl even said it, you know, the fact that they can lay one in front of the hole and still go after and get it, that that, that's what I want to see. I want to see, I want to see a realistic defensive play that can also, that you can also still score. And this goes back to something that Trey and I talked when this, when this game first started to evolve and we first started to see this trend a couple of years ago, um, I said to Trey, you know, it's one thing to block; it's another thing to be able to score off of it, and 100%. that's and that's and that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I just I, I just don't want to say, and I've said it a million times. I don't want to see players start washing out at fives, washing out at sixes, washing out at threes. I mean, in some of the and some of the matchups we saw in California in the finals. I mean, some of these rounds seven five six six five four. I mean, that's. Ugh. I don't like it. I don't and like it. The, and, I'm just, and I'm just fearful. I'm just, I'm just fearful of it because I yeah, love the right. sport. And and, and and these players are capable of being great. Cornhole and, and that's people, what people want to see.
1: Cornhole people don't get it. And this is going to
0: offend don't. all of them.
1: They want to watch the game that they love. Yeah, They're not concerned about the average sports fan. They don't get that without the average sports fan, your sport kind of stays where it is. No one makes more money. It just kind of becomes exactly what it is now or the last three years they don't get it and they refuse to admit that that's the case and, and you know so, what a
0: cautionary tale is you know what a huge cautionary tale is that we all know and me. we all used to love and we all grew up with and and they refused to pivot for decades and now finally have but it may be too late what's that major league baseball
1: oh, 100% well yeah i mean they allowed Bernie, I mean, come on you cannot
0: level. you can't possibly argue this baseball sure. has refused right Refused to make any changes, any pivots whatsoever for years, for years. And now finally they have, but is it too late? It might be. I mean, they, you know, coming out of the
1: strike in 94, they allowed steroid ball, right? To say that they didn't allow it would be a lie. They allowed it, they knew it, right? So they, you know, that helped, brought people back. It brought people to the TV screens to watch guys hit 80 home runs or, you know, obviously 60 70 home runs which seemed like something that could never happen for decades and then average well not average players but you know not yeah. Hall of famers were doing it put it that way
0: right
1: right and so they they, yeah. they they tried but they look I don't watch baseball anymore I watched it as a kid I don't watch it anymore I, it just doesn't it's pretty
0: have, darn slow yeah it's pretty darn I mean, they're slow they're
1: trying to speed it up it just it's it's a terrible TV yeah. product and I think it's always been a terrible TV product just when you and I were growing up when sports were on TV, you went to it, right? Yeah, it was different for us. So it, it, it was such a big deal, but I, I don't know.
0: I, I'm if with you. Had, baseball. If they had, if they had pivoted years ago and captured us, you know, if they had pivoted a decade ago and captured us, you know, back in the, I don't know, 2005 to 2010 range, yeah. I, I think they would have captured us and kept us, but they refused to do it. Um, they let the shift go on for way too long. Um, and, and hey, it, just, it just killed it. It absolutely your, killed it. To your point,
1: they also lost greatness because you always talk about people want to watch greatness, right? Yeah. New York Yankees, when they were so dominant, the ratings were up. And people hate to hear that. And they hate the Yankees. But when they were winning all those world championships, if you, like late 90s, early 2000s, their ratings were huge for baseball. A lot bigger than they are now. Mm-hmm. And when that went away and it seemed like every other year it was a different team in the World Series, that's cool if you're a hardcore baseball fan, right? Get to see different, you know, cities have their moment in the sun. But the average sports fan, like me, was like, eh, <laughs> eh,
0: yeah. Yeah. boring. No, I get it.
1: <laughs> I, I watched the World Series for a little bit, but boring, you know, just didn't do it for me. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, to your, I like, I like your point. People love greatness. They either love it or they love to hate it. New England Patriots, another perfect example. People love it or they love to hate it, but they watch.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, this you, is going to make my
1: uh, make my skin crawl. Duke basketball. Yeah. The most loved and hated at the exact same time. They're
0: great. They're great. I mean, I you know, they're truly. It's it's a great program. It's a championship program. I mean, <laughs> That's I, my skin I, yeah, crawl. You're right, and 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 I will watch, <laughs> and I will watch them. Watch. Yeah. I watch I will pull so hard for Clemson playing against Duke and Battle. You know what I mean? I, I'm pulling has for Clemson. Pulling... Has Clemson won at North Carolina yet, by the way? Yes. Isn't is isn't that like one of the longest streaks? They ever? won
1: one. Yes, they did a then couple years out. ago. Yeah. Right, right in the COVID era, I think. That that group that made the final four a couple of years ago also was the first group to ever lose to Clemson.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, good for well, you know what? Lose to Clemson, make it to the final four. I <laughs> yeah. think I think you'll make the trade-off. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, real quick. Speaking of offense, you'll appreciate this, and uh, a lot of die-hard football fans out there will appreciate this. Um, uh, this Saturday, I've got Coastal Carolina at home against Jacksonville State, and I know Gamecocks. not not a big, sexy game that a lot of you are going to watch. However, do you know who the head football coach at Jacksonville State is now? Yeah, I not. Mean, oh, don't. I, I don't. I know they're the other Gamecock. Uh, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said that to you because it, because that that, that that setting you up to. to 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 fail fail because no one's going to know this rich rodriguez really yes he's making a comeback so rich rodriguez was of course at west virginia at michigan at Mm -hmm. arizona and then all kinds of you know issues uh, on and off the off the field with him Uh, so so he had to go away for a while Uh, he emerged as an offensive coordinator a few years ago in the sun belt with uh, louisiana monroe when terry bowden was the coach went away again and now he's back as the head coach Of Jacksonville State, and again, the reason why I bring this up is because this kind of plays into what we're talking about, this offensive theme. I mean, Rich Rodriguez is 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 widely considered by pretty much everyone in the sport of college football, whether you like him or not, he is the author of of the um, of the RPO. I mean, he was doing this. I, I read a great story about it going into the broadcast this week, but but he single handedly is basically the mastermind behind the spread offense but but not the spread offense like the yeah, West Coast or, offense yeah, the run the run oriented yeah. RPO spread offense you know with yeah. the with the two way quarterback out of the shotgun and um so i mean he's when when you watch Jacksonville State play i watched their first two games on tape this week they're really good they're not big um i mean if coastal's not careful they can they can lose this game they're they're uh, they're super fast but the way that they run this offense they run it Perfectly, they got a great yeah. quarterback for it. But it's it, but it's exciting to watch. Again, that, that's why I bring sure. it up, because, because I, I hear Rodriguez's offense is exciting to watch. And I'm really looking forward to doing the game on Saturday no, and it, watching it, I, him.
1: That's a perfect program for him. But guess why he failed at Michigan? Yeah. They couldn't stop anybody. They were horrible. They were soft. <laughs> <Bad defense. laughs> yeah, they were terrible defensively. And they, yeah. they never came close to beating Ohio State. He got run out of town. Hey, yeah. they could score 30 points a game, but they were giving up 40. To, to Minnesota, you know you know what I mean? Like it just didn't, you got to be able to do both.
0: You have to hey, that's, be able that's to do why, both. That's why I give it up to you. That's why I use the Tom Brady example all the time. I mean, we yeah. all talk about Tom Brady, but again, look at the defenses. They're pretty darn good. Yeah. So, but anyway, so I'm looking forward to seeing Rich Rodriguez. By the way, just a story behind that. And uh, um, hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to him before Saturday. But uh, apparently, apparently this whole philosophy of the RPO, uh, for those who are listening, who maybe don't know, it's the run-pass option. You see it all the time when you watch college football. Even yeah. for those of you who are just kind of casual, so you got the quarterback, right? Let's say I'm the quarterback, and Bernie, Bernie's the running back. So you got the quarterback out of the shotgun. He takes the snap, so he's reading the defense. He's trying to decide if he's going to give it to to Bernie. To run one way, or if I'm going to keep it and run a different way. I mean, th- that's basically the the foundation of it. Reading the defensive or, read, end, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. You're reading the defense and deciding which way you want to go. So Rich, mm-hmm. Rich, I, <laughs> I read the story and again, I gotta make sure it's right before I talk about it on the air. But apparently his his the the job he had before West Virginia is kind of where he started to think about this because there was a quarterback and the play was to hand it off, right? Hand it off, go up the middle is like a goal line play and the quarterback, instead of handing it off, kept it and scored, right? Ah. He comes to the to the sideline, and, and Rich Rodriguez is, is happy, obviously. He's like, why did, why did you break off that play? He said, because I saw the defensive end zeroing in on the running back, and I knew if I kept it, I could get around him. And again, this is 25 years ago when no one's right. thinking about that, and that basically is what became the foundation for Rich Rodriguez, his offense, and now what we all know as the spread. Uh, Run-oriented RPA. You know, it, great it works. Players.
1: It works. I mean, especially when you spread them out, it, it takes the linebackers out a little bit. It gives you holes yeah. naturally in the defense. I like it. It never works in the NFL. They, they Is try right? it. because Well, bigger, stronger, faster, right? Yes, and, you, and, you and more disciplined. Right, 100%. And you don't want to yeah. get your quarterback killed because in that offense, sooner or later, <laughs> you're going to get him killed in the NFL. And that's why yeah. like certain teams will do it every now. Like the Ravens still do it with uh lamar jackson they'll they'll run it from time to time you know because he's such a freak athlete but they also know gonna get hit you know those guys are those guys are crazy good on the the other side and you can't lose your quarterback in that league just can't do it
0: well the big thing you have to have that every college coach says and they have it they have it at a higher level at the nfl is containment you have to have the mental discipline to contain. And that's so difficult for a, for a young college kid because he wants to make a play, right? The defensive Chase end ball. wants to blow somebody out. He wants ball. to blow somebody yep. up. You know, a, a lot of times, and this was, I remember when I was coaching uh, Derek, my son's football, because uh, he played defensive end. Um, it, it was so hard for me to coach him and the others. You know, sometimes you, you don't have to make the play. Contain. You right. win. You, you can win without hitting somebody. Right. what I want you to do is just immediately sprint to the outside get to the outside and contain the quarterback force him up the middle it, but, but i'm not I'm not hitting anybody. i'm not t- I, I I get it that's not your job your job it's is to get out there, job create to make the play yeah. create a wall yeah and let the guys <laughs> up the middle but the, the kids don't want to do that right right they they want they want to hit somebody yeah so it's, it's tough man it's tough i
1: because all those kids from the time they're little right to, to what got them to college is they chase ball hit player hard right yeah well then all of a sudden you gotta tell them tell you what if it goes the other side you're staying
0: yeah yeah exactly
1: <laughs> you're staying right where you are until you have to run downfield and chase
0: yes it. you know and they're like what i know it's so <laughs> difficult just that mental discipline so um I one, thing about, one more thing about football and then we'll and then we'll shift gears a little bit um yeah bad day for south carolina I, I know it. you wanted to say that. I loved it. it. I loved every made, second it, it. of it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, South every, Carolina.
1: Every school in South Carolina lost this weekend.
0: Yeah, I think so. No, no, seriously. Like, I, I,
1: I saw. Do you saw the tweet? Right. Every single yeah. school that played football this weekend in the state, even yep. the Division three schools, everyone lost. Yeah. Who was it that what, had the tweet? Uh, Ryan,
0: oh, Ryan, McGee, ESPN. Ryan
1: McGee. Worst day in South Carolina since Sherman. That,
0: since was, Sherman, a, yeah. that was a great <laughs> quote. Last, last, <laughs> last time they had lost this bad was <laughs> to a guy named Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was, that just was terrible. Lost. But gosh, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't just Clemson and South Carolina. Coastal Carolina lost. Everybody. Sakes, I think Presbyterian lost. I, I think Wofford and Furman. North I mean, everybody. Greenville,
1: Ersk, I mean, <laughs> every pres- everybody. Everyone that yeah. played. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, you know 11. what? What do
1: you think? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you honestly think about South Carolina and Clemson?
0: Um, as far are, as they their teams? That
1: ba- are they both that bad? Because South Carolina looked awful to me. Seriously. And there's big athletes on that field,
0: and they did yeah. not look good. I, I thought, yeah, um, I, I don't think South Carolina is there yet. I, th- I think Shane Beamer's a really great guy. Um, it's, it's amazing and, how much and, stuff he found he's been out. able to, recruit. to complain about. Yeah. He's been able to recruit, but yeah, they, um, they, they are not dominant at all. Um, I just feel bad for him because if we pushed
1: him around, what's going to happen when they play Georgia?
0: Yeah. Right? with Clemson real quick um I thought Dabo said it best in the in the post game he said listen sure. you didn't you didn't watch a bad football team you saw a bad result True. wasn't a bad football team it was a bad result and and I agree with that because like you mentioned earlier in the broadcast or, or in the podcast um you know they moved they moved the football they they just you know 0 for 2 on, on a couple of short field goals and then uh, and then the two the two fumbles one inside yeah. the 10 the other one at like what the one yeah so That's so crazy. they moved they moved yeah. it they moved it but um, yeah, just, a, just some not a bad football team, just a bad result. But God, you you hate to lose, hate to lose week one, man. Yeah, I, it was it was fun for me because I was not expecting that at
1: all, considering how bad the defense had been in the last I don't know two decades.
0: Yeah, was- I, I I really thought it was going to be I, I I don't know just because the of the previous history I, I figured. Um, like you said, I, I thought North Carolina would find a way to lose. lose they were, the trying,
1: they were yeah. trying, they were trying,
0: they were trying to
1: yeah, they were look, they they were trying to lose that game in the fourth quarter. Defense just stepped up. I mean, yep. which is literally haven't said that in seriously two decades since I had hair, basically. What's the last time you said that? <laughs> Defense that's played. You league. had hair, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> I love those <laughs> pictures, by the way. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> you with <were there>. hair. <laughs> it's Sexy. awesome a yeah. little sexy, well, sexy. what happened yeah yeah I <laughs> <laughs> love it um quick real quick want to get your thoughts uh pivot to, to cornhole real quick and then mm-hmm. and then uh, and then maybe we'll get back to football to wrap up the show but um, the new partner reveals so yeah. uh, we were going to have Tanner and Jacob Trozinski on with us today. Um, but then once we decided to do some reveals for ACL Live this week, we decided yep. to kind of pivot that and bring on Tanner and JT um, to come on after Jamie and Frank. So two huge reveals. So um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. I, 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 I really applaud Anthony own for challenging Jamie because I remember when I, I, I obviously had to know. I, the, the great thing was, uh, and this is true, I almost blew it for Anthony. Uh, a- Anthony did not want to know who Jamie picked. So that was a that was a literal true reaction by Anthony. If you haven't seen it, I don't know if you can go back and watch yeah. ACL live, but yeah. but you may want to watch just that part uh because Anthony was shocked and he challenged Jamie on it when when he found out that that Jamie picked Frank and we all love Frank. um we all love Frank, and, and Anthony loves Frank, but he challenged Jamie. he's like, wait a second. You know you you just you just chose a player who ranked basically 30 something in doubles and 40 something in singles. You know over a guy that you have won not one, not two but multiple nationals with. Over the last two or three years, I mean, you yeah. guys have won at a very high level, and you really kind of questioned and and challenged him. Um, I, you know, I, and, and I, I, Jay, I like Jamie it. had Jamie had a really good answer about yeah. about the you know the, the chemistry he has with Frank and whatnot. But I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: I, I've said this time and time again, and I've heard you know people like Anthony always say, "No, you're wrong." It's like those guys like to be with people they like. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think that uh, I, I was I always wondered about that pairing with Matt. Obviously. Talent wise, it made a lot of sense, but it's just, I don't know if they really vibe, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, don't, there's definitely not a kinship there. Now you're talking professionals. They should be able to get past that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But when, but when the game started to change, Matt wasn't really changing his game. And it's almost as if his game became a liability. I know that sounds crazy and I know it does, but that sounds crazy. If he's, if his airmail game is not what it, you know, not at its zenith, They lose a lot of games because he doesn't adjust well because he's giving up points. He's giving Mm -hmm. up fives. He's not giving up twos. He's giving up fives in those kind of circumstances. So I I think Jamie wanted someone that I I don't know. And I think Jamie likes being the alpha. And I said it when he and Matt got together. I said, who's going to be the alpha there? Right? Because alphas don't do well together in business, in in any any type of – thing that you want to do in life. If you put two alphas together, it's usually trouble. Right. And I, I, they did win because I think their talent, you know, a couple of years ago when the game hadn't really fully evolved yet to what it is now, I think Matt could dominate still. I mean, he's still a top 20 player. Right. Yeah. But to, but to go from someone competing for number one to someone trying to stay in the top 20, that's a very different person. He's not trending in the right direction, put it that way. Who knows? Maybe he comes back next year, he's Matt Guy again. You know, whatever. Maybe that's DJ, what,
0: I, what I saw out of Matt out of Matt Guy this year was someone who wasn't as sure. Investing. Like if you if you're a one pitch guy, that pitch needs to be really good all and it the could time, be a ton. How many yeah. how many times did we see him miss on the first bag? You know, and, and he would he would have a case of the lefts. And then, and then, oftentimes, how many times do we see him miss on that fourth bag? He no. just wasn't quite as sharp this past season as Either. what we've seen as what and we've I, seen in the past. And
1: I think that led to the uh, that I think that was the impetus for the switch. And
0: well, well, if you if you watch if you watch the show, Bernie, I mean, believe it or not, I mean, yes, I, I think that has something to do with it. But Jamie was really emotional on his on his response to Anthony again. Really, if you guys want to go watch it. Yeah. It was ACL live this week. Go back; I'm sure you can find it somewhere—Facebook, whatever. Um, but Jamie was Jamie talked about chemistry and about teammates, 100%. And, and he he wants to. It goes back to what you—the you, first thing you said. They yeah. want to play with someone that they like, and and he he basically said, I mean, he and again, don't 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 take this the wrong way. For those of you listening, Matt, Matt and Jamie get along just fine. I mean, they, sure. they're friends. Sure. But but they weren't as close as Jamie wanted them to be. Jamie wants to be able to talk to someone every day, you know. Win, lose, or draw, he wants to be able to get on the phone, Agreed. get together, have a have lunch, have coffee, have a beer, whatever, and talk shop, you know, and, and talk mm-hmm. about the sport. And he and Matt never had that relationship. You know, a lot of, a lot of that has you know. To do with the fact they live, you know, a thousand miles away from each other. Sure, but he really, he really missed that camaraderie. I guess is probably the best word no, for I, it. He really I didn't have that camaraderie with Matt, and he has that with Frank. So he feels like if he has that with someone, that that's going to elevate both their both their play. So it's really, really interesting and emotional response. But then flip, gaming. but then
1: yeah, but then flip that around to the other pairing that you had. That's the, that that to me is a strange partnership. I hope it works because I like both guys a lot.
0: You're talking about Tanner and JT now. Yes, I yeah. just
1: I don't I don't know, man. Yeah, That's and too. Tanner
0: Tanner's Tanner's gone away. Tanner Tanner is going away from the camaraderie, going away from the exactly. friendship, going away from the dinners and you know the wives yeah. hanging out and the beers and all that kind of, because because he has pivoted to someone who he wants to be there at the end is what he said you know and be and be able to to finish the end. But who's back are they going to? I mean, well, that's that, two
1: that, contrast, contrasting styles in play. I mean, if yeah. they could be polar opposites in the way they play, right? I mean, that is yeah, curious.
0: Well, T- Tanner said that AAR is coming out with a whole different line of bags. They're sending, they're going to be sending JT a mess of different bags, and between the two of them, they're going to figure out what's most what they're most comfortable with. But to that point, that was another thing that Anthony said that was a great point. Is he said to, he said to Jamie Graham, he's like Jamie, your game has evolved. Like you have multiple shots right now. Yeah, yeah. You're not throwing, you're not throwing a game changer. There's no way that you're going to be able to manipulate the game changer the way that you are right now when it just has the patch and all the sides are still slick. Like you're yeah. not gonna be able to do what you want to do. And Jamie just kind of smiled. And but but you know, apparently there's some tweaking going on in that. But again, it was another great point by Anthony. And it I is. don't know, I don't know it either, but, but I did say, I did say if Mark Richards could learn how to roll a pro sniper. Maybe Jamie can do I something agree. with a new generation players, of, of game yeah. changer. I don't know.
1: I think those players at that level can. I mean, can they do it consistently the way they can with a slow? Yeah, probably not the same way. I think the difference is Jamie's probably laughing, going, "I can do it, Anthony. You can't." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, and that's that's not a shot at Anthony at all. Anthony's a hell of a player. I'm just saying that level can do things that other people can't. Right. And he, you know, and, and like and to your point, a million years ago. Jamie still likes to fill it up, but he can do those other things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with a bag like that, if you're not going to do it all the time, then do you need a slower bag? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I can't play it. I don't, that other, it. So I don't know how it affects. If you want to try I mean, it, and hit
0: a roll shot with a game changer with a patch on it, we, you know what, the, the only person to have on to see if that's possible is Frank. <laughs> See if we get See if we get right, Hops all I'm, the time. I'm, I'm not sure we get an him? honest answer out of Frank because yeah. it's his bag, obviously. Yeah, yeah.
1: Thing, he hops bags all the time. <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah. a true role, but he's got some sort of hop bag that he's got. He, so
0: you it like, is, yeah. A little jump bag. Yeah. yeah
1: little, when it lands completely flat on the board and hops over. That thing's oh, great. So good, yeah. And it looks like he's throwing <laughs> it, it, it slower than anyone in the world. Like that can't do anything when it hits the board. Bang. It's <laughs> yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah. but yeah. That, So, anyway, well, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I, um, you know,
1: what do you think? Because I, I think. I think having someone you like helps when things aren't going well. It's e- Everything's easy when you're winning, right? Everything's super easy when everyone's playing well, everyone's winning. It gets hard when someone's not playing well, and usually having that person be a friend and someone you care about, maybe you can discuss things with – I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe if you're too close to someone, you don't want to hurt their feelings, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I, I think it just depends on the people, but I don't know. I would rather I would rather want someone – that I trusted as a player. And this is where it gets away from friendship, right? Like maybe your friend isn't as good a player as player a, right? And then you want to be able to trust when that bag's coming back, you're not giving up points. You're, you're probably getting points. And if nothing else, you're getting washes when it comes back. And then you can do what you want to do. I, I don't know. I,
0: yeah.
1: I, I think that obviously is something that Tanner either. looked into. And that, I mean, easy, still a great player, but you know, he did have his moments where he struggled, but They both did. I mean, Tanner finished in the 80s in singles. It's not like he was, you know, way up there in the top 20 like he normally is.
0: Oh yeah. He admitted that. Yeah. Yeah. It it wasn't, it wasn't a good year by his standards for him. So he, he knows that, but yeah, you know, the whole team chemistry thing at the end of the day, I mean, like you and I, right. I mean, we travel together, do a podcast together. I mean, for God's sakes, we shower together. Well, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) We we watch each other shower. You watch me shower. I didn't watch you shower.
1: Special occasions. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but, you know, does that make us, you know, if, if we paired together as a doubles team, does that make our games better? At the right. end of the day, it's still a one-on-one game, right? So, yeah. but, but I don't, but I don't know. Maybe there is something to it. I don't know.
1: I think having styles be similar helps. Cause I think, you know, when you're talking yes, about bad chemistry and all that, that's, that's my only worry with Tanner and JT is the bat, you know, their styles are so completely opposite.
0: Yeah. You know, but we'll see, you. we'll see what happens. Yep. I totally agree with you. Um, all right, subjects that we wanted to hit today, we've hit pretty much all of them. I uh, really wanted to get to the to the new partner reveals. The last thing that you texted me, can
1: I repeat this? Are we trying to keep <laughs> no, the show? You know, I was trying to be funny. I was trying to be funny. I had four so, that I thought made sense, and then my fifth one was just kind of a joke.
0: Yeah. So again, for those <laughs> who uh, maybe tune in out of the show, don't always, don't always hear this. So when we when we decide to kind of pivot away from from having guests every week. Mm-hmm. Um, And really more towards topic oriented, um, you know, talk, talking topics, whatever you want to call it. Um, I said to, I said to Bernie, I said, you know, throughout the week, if you think of something, you know, funny, if you think of something you want to talk about, let me know. So Bernie is is really good about texting me throughout the week, different things he wants to talk about. So last night I said, hey, don't forget, you know, if there's anything you, anything else you want to hit this week, make sure you, you text me. So I I got this long list from Bernie. A lot of them football related and item, (laughs) the last item on the list that Bernie wants to talk about (laughs) bitches and shit. I thought, I thought
1: when you read that you'd get a (laughs) chuckle out of that because, because the other, you know, the other ones were like, Hey, these are real, these are real comments. You know, these are real things. And then all of a sudden I threw that in there to see if you'd laugh.
0: (laughs) I did. I did. So, no, so, you don't have funny. bitches and shit. No, no, You're no. Just Every, everything, yeah,
1: everything's good there. <laughs> <laughs> the end shits all good, right there. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: good. <laughs> all right. So, do you want to? You want to do? Uh, you want to do on, off, and in? Can you want to do? You want to do, do power rankings? For, do you have your power rankings from uh, last week?
1: I can go find them if you want to do yours. You, you do yours. I did mine last week. You do yours. Don't they can, don't leave they, me. They, they, no. Yeah.
0: All right, so my final power rankings, I'll do this real quick, and then we'll wrap up with on, off, and in. Um, if I remember right, I, I want to say our power rankings were similar with the exception of two names that I added. Again, this is the final power rankings. Yeah, that's I, get, I interesting, didn't play yeah. last week, but but just two names that I added to mine uh, that are different than yours. So, And again, this may, this may seem... I, th- I, think, I, think, I think I'll think I get some buy-in from some people. Some people may may question it, but here we go. Final power rankings of the season. Number 10, Gavin Cano. I know Gavin didn't get the, the big-time wins that he wanted, but when you look back on the season and the number of TV appearances, the number of finals, the number of bracket championships, I mean, Gavin got it done. I mean, he mm-hmm. really did. He played at an extremely high level. Does not have the championships that he wanted. I get it. The trophies to show for it, but... I think he had an incredibly solid season. So I put Gavin Cano um in at number ten. I think, I think he is a player that's obviously debatable. I think falls in love with the block a little bit too much. Um, but dude was d- dude was really good this week. So I got Gavin Cano at number ten. Yeah. Number nine, and here here's where I think we're pretty similar with a lot of ours. Uh number nine, Devin Harbaugh. Um again, top ten player without a doubt. Uh, gotta finish. Gotta finish. Gotta man. finish. Got um, gotta find
1: a way to win. He's got yep. to find a way to win at some point. Too yep. ta- he, he's too talented you know. not to, right? He's too talented not to Correct. have some major wins on his on his resume.
0: Yep. Yep. Correct. So uh Devin Harbaugh, number nine. Number eight, Fisher Hamilton. Uh, I think you had him right there in the six, seven, eight uh area a little higher yeah but yeah number seven this one this one may surprise you i dropped him a little bit lower than you did number seven i've got justin burton jr uh great start to the season um and and really had really had a good season i mean really did um but after that great start i just want and i think i said it to you a couple months ago i needed to see something else from him mm-hmm. i wanted to see another big win uh, i wanted to see another national Win whether whether it's on the single side or the double side, but but still, I think again, don't get me wrong, great player, and I've got yeah, that number seven. I,
1: I think he kind of,
0: and, and I know they would debate me on this. I think
1: they kind of ran out of gas a little bit. Maybe I mean that that's kind of a grind, right? You start so fast, you start so fast. They they were still great. They played really well throughout the year, but. You know, you get to the end of those tournaments, man, and all of a sudden you're playing these great players that are just talented as you are. And I think it was, I think the grind caught up to them just a touch. And I could be wrong, but I, that's how I felt yeah. about them.
0: And, and, is it, and is it like other sports too, Bernie, where all of a sudden they've got a target on their back? 100%. You know, you know were, they, were they able to, you know, we talk about this in other sports all the time. Were they able to sneak up on people? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so Justin Burton jr. And again, I love watching him play. I talked to I, I, I think I did a whole monologue about how much I love watching him play and how athletic he is. People are probably like, okay, dude. Wow. Man crush. <laughs> so anyway, Justin, <laughs> Justin Burton jr. Number seven, number six, Caleb Batson. Uh, don't even really need to say anything else about, I mean, again, would like to have seen him finish on the single side um and maybe maybe i would have moved him up a little bit higher but still what a great season what a great player he was always there for the bracket finals so three, many bracket, finals we three yeah. bracket finals in a row three
1: bracket finals in a row in good. nationals and the world like that's and the fact that he kept coming back right I mean, that would be kind of demoralizing for most kids and most people but kept kept being there his talent's just too good too good Yep, yeah.
0: and so young um so young, such a good player, and, and truly one of, in my opinion, one of the one of the best-looking bags out there in the sport. As far as far as sure, uh, you know the, uh, the aesthetically pleasing to watch. His, yes, yeah. As far as technical aspects of his throw, incredible. Uh, number five, Alex Rawls. Um, I, I feel I, I do feel bad for Alex. We joked about this many times. So we don't need to do this again. But pro- probably the best player, um, and and. and Probably the only time, maybe in the history of this show and the history of cornhole, where the number two player in the world will never be talked about by anybody. <laughs> I, felt, I mean, think about it. You've got him like at we five. Really talked about it. He earned number two, and you've got <laughs> him at five. I got him at five. Well, that's because, of, that's because <laughs>
1: he won. He won a national. He did the things that you want people to do, and you've yep. got him at five. That's a perfect Alex Rawls story right there.
0: And that's because consistently, I think these other four players can can sneak past him wouldn't be easy, but I think these other four players on a consistent basis would be- one awesome. of
1: these is gonna start is gonna stir up some conversation, even though here we go. Here he's we go. an amazing I don't, I don't. talent. He's it, an yeah, amazing talent.
0: Here here we go. I mean and and I, I really don't think that this is I mean maybe this is controversial. I don't think so. Number four Jay Rubin. I mean come on can can anyone really argue I, I get it. The rankings weren't there but Jay played so well and, and when you watch him play and when he when he focuses on the game and can put his personal things aside, sure. I don't think I, I'm not sure there's anyone who can beat Jay Rubin. I, I might I might take him it, when Jay is at his at his best. I might just go to war with him. I mean, if you had a choice and we all got to pick one person, I'm not so sure. You know, you know, I love Jamie. Um and, there, and there's, and there's, and obviously we all love Mark too. And Tony, whatever, I don't want to start naming. names. going to get in trouble, but I'm not so sure I wouldn't pick Jay Rubin. So right. I've got, I've, I've got. Jay I, love Jay. I love Jay. His Number
1: singles four. were not there. So that's kind of hard to put him in, in my opinion in the top 10 singles weren't right. there. Doubles, unbelievable finish, right? They won 90 some thousand dollars in a month there at the end, but you right. have to take a whole season and you have to take singles and doubles. And I just think in singles, I mean, he had some issues. I'm with you an amazing talent. I think the game's better when he's around. So I'm really upset about some of the things I'm reading. I, I really hope that's not the case, but
0: right.
1: I just, I think that's controversial at four and no offense to Jay. Mm, I think, okay.
0: I, I, well, I we'll think that's,
1: I think that's controversial.
0: You know, when we get flooded, when, when our inboxes no, get no flooded, one watches. Like do. Oh, yeah. Dude, no <laughs> one watches. So no one's even going to no, know about it. No one's going <laughs> to no care. No one's going to care. Number three, Jamie Graham. Um, I don't, I don't think there's much, much, uh, to discuss on that incredible finish to the season. Love, love talking to him this week on ACL live number two, Tony Smith. And then number one, which I believe was also your number one, Mark Richards. And that's, and that's so tough because Tony just won again, right? I mean, he won, he won out in Europe. I get it. The field is not as big as it is at a national, not even close, but still it, it's, and you know, my feelings on winning. And learning how to win, and still finishing. Sure. I don't care what level it's at. Sure, um, it's tough to win. It's tough to be a champion, and he did it again out in Europe. Uh, but Mark Richards, I mean, I mean, it's really almost one and one a for me. Yeah, uh, but I got Mark Richards. at, at I everyone. think Tony.
1: You know, it's funny. I think Tony's more talented. I think if Tony Smith had Mark Richards' wherewithal as a person, his mindset, I don't think anyone could beat Tony Smith.
0: Maybe if he, he will did. after they play together next yeah, year.
1: I mean, I, I really don't think anyone could touch him if he had that kind of mindset. It'd be crazy.
0: Yep. All right, just a couple minutes left. We got a we got a cruise uh, real quick. You, if we're you, gonna you do, do your on, on off, off.
1: you do your on, off, and in, and I'll do mine next week. How okay. about that? That could be going three minutes. That, that That's works. Good. You
0: know, what? I'll do each one of mine. You can comment on each one of yeah, mine, and then we'll wrap. We'll it. Do that. All right, so my on um, is is just football as a whole, and you know what this this one can be our together on the board. Um, yeah. you and I talked about this during the summer, you know, there's something about the XFL. There's something about the, the AFL or whatever it was a few years ago that died. There's something about USFL, um, that is just not appealing to us because, because I think in the back of our heads, we know that it's, that it's just not at the highest level, right? Yeah. We know there's a higher level. And, and, uh, and we're just not going to, it's like, we're snobs now, right? Even, so, even if
1: you, even if you take it down to the college level, Jeff, are you watching the D2 games that might show up every now? Like, remember at the end of the year, they'll always show like a D2 and D3 no, championship. No one's watching that. It's, no. it's the highest level that they give you. And it's still not good enough for college football. I mean, yeah. it's, it's strange. I mean, I, I'm with you though. I, I was I like, I'm I, board I, with that. I think I, yeah. think.
0: I think we all. I think we all. We we know what football is supposed to look like. We know what greatness is supposed to look like, and we don't yep. want to watch something that's not that's not greatness. And and the ratings this year for or this past week for college football, I looked them up real quick. were huge. I mean, huge. Florida State. It was a it was a route over LSU. Florida State looked terrific. Mm. Uh, largest audience of Week One um, on ABC Sunday night. Uh, with nine million viewers, that's huge for a college football game. Uh, Deion Sanders and his debut as coach of uh, Colorado dominated Saturday yeah. uh, with more than seven million. And then what was the other big one? Oh, Michigan! Michigan's win over ECU, the the most streamed college football game in NBC sports history. So Isn't that we crazy? Know, we know what greatness looks like, and that's what yep. we want to see. So yep. you and I both on the board on that. Uh, my off the board, uh, and, and gosh, we don't have nearly enough time now to talk about this. But <laughs> my off the board um bernie the portal you know I, I i wasn't really sure if if going through the portal was going to make teams instantly successful colorado yeah there's there's several examples again we don't have time to get to all of them but but just a few colorado usc they've done it now for two years in a row florida state oh yes. my gosh look, <laughs> yeah. at, look at the transfer portal numbers from florida state yep. and and they are, they are really good washington washington gets this uh michael uh penix, penix is the name get, yep. from indiana yeah. You know, and, and look at that. I mean, so just a few, we got to keep moving, but, but so really I, I, I'll, I'll call myself out on that. I, I, I'm i off the board on, on that because I, I thought it was gonna be difficult to bring all these players together and win at a high level, but that's so funny. Far, okay. That's so funny. That was going to be my in the
1: hole when I was thinking about it, when you first asked me, because I, oh, you yeah. knew I knew it was going to, I mean, it would, it would fundamentally change the game completely. And I thought the right smart coaches would do it in a good way. So, yes.
0: Yeah. And apparently, apparently so um and then and then uh, we can you know what let's 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 uh table a couple of these for next week because uh there's a lot to a lot to chew on there and finally my in the hole and this one we're really going to have to save for next week and we'll talk more about this i can't divulge a lot of this um because a lot of it is sensitive and a lot of it still has yet to be determined for next year but player identification and the sport of cornhole Um, I've been saying this basically since I first started player identification has to be number one. When you are watching a cornhole game, you need to know instantly who Jamie Graham is. You need to know instantly who Cheyenne Bubenheim is. You need to know instantly who Jay Rubin is, who Tony Smith is. You can't have guys in black, red, white jerseys throwing blue bags. And the bar across the bottom is orange or yellow. No one can follow the sport um when, when there's that much going on because you're just assuming that someone's just tuning in. When, when we turn on the tv we know who jamie graham is when jade mm-hmm. smith from from wichita kansas turns on the tv he doesn't know who mark richards is he doesn't know who jay rubin is if we right. want the if we want the people at the highest level of our sport to be identified we need to help the viewer so that if they're watching in a bar so if they're watching at home even with no sound or whatever yep. um you know they they know who these players are so um that's my in the hole player identification, and that's going to be a point of emphasis for the league. A lot more to come on that, um, you know, through through Trey and Stacy and, and y'all with the league. But um, that that's my in the hole, and we'll talk cool. about that a lot more next week. Whew, now I'm out of breath.
1: Nice work, man. You made it about that. Yeah, you're man. feeling that one. I with 50, Fifty minutes clue. Uh, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah I
0: want to get your thoughts on that. I want to get your thoughts on that next week. So we got not, yeah. already, we got a ton to talk about next week now. Yeah.
1: That's it. And I'll have my on off and then I'll change my on, my end because my end was going to be the transfer portal and how it's awesome. going to fundamentally change college football. But yeah, we're out of
0: time. All right, dude, we got to go five seconds left. Hey, I miss you. It's been a week since I've miss seen you You too,
1: brother. I'll, I'll see you soon at some point oh, in a month.
0: Yep. All right, dude. Talk to you later. Thanks everybody for watching. See ya.